You're listening to And the Plot Thickens, an Authors on the Air Radio Network podcast. Join your host, suspense and horror writer Jeff Crawford, as he explores the art of creating tension and mood with authors from a wide variety of genres. Find out more about Jeff and his books at authorjeffcrawford.com. And now, meet today's author guest. Hey up and welcome to And the Plot Thickens, part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm your host, Jeff Crawford, and my producer is Carrie Schaefer. Today, my guest is someone that I've been wanting to have on the show for quite a while. Uh, Creative and resilient only begins to describe her. She has a list of books as long as my arm. And from what I've been able to tell so far, she is a genuinely and extraordinarily nice person as well. Welcome to the show, Michelle Ann Holstein. Hi, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It's a it's a treat, and it's a, and the treat belongs to me and all the listeners. Thank you so much for being on. We'll jump right in, because um, that, that's what I do. You're all over the place as far as genres. I mean, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> fantasy, suspense, thrillers, sci-fi, mystery, and even nonfiction. Yes. Uh, you correct me if I leave anything out. Uh, do you have a particular favorite that you prefer to work in? Uh, because you've written so many books in so many different areas. And to me, that's really highly laudable. You know, I, I enjoy so many different genres, even when reading. And I started with fantasy. And I got hooked on fantasy and I was like, oh, this is great. I love it. Then I was like, gee, I I wonder if I could write a mystery. Hmm, I think I'm going to try a mystery. And then I started writing cozy mysteries. And then I got hooked on cozy mysteries. And I also enjoyed the paranormal. So then I thought, you know, I want to try some paranormal. (laughs) So let's see if I can do that. So I switched over, did some paranormal while I was still writing cozy mysteries. And then recently I thought, I love The Walking Dead. I'm a huge fan. And I remember watching the first couple of episodes, sitting there on the edge of my seat, you know, just going, not knowing what was going to happen. And I thought, you know, I want to try to write something scary. I I wonder if I can do that. And so that's when I started writing my Fiddle Reaction series. And I literally sat there on the edge of my seat because I was so frightened for my characters. And, um, I don't know. I just have a lot of fun trying all these different genres out. I don't know if I have a favorite. Uh, there's fun things in each genre that I look forward to. I did just start another sci-fi series because I I have to say I love sitting on the edge of my seat writing Fatal Reaction and I wanted to have that same gripping feeling and fear for my characters. So <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think there's a probably a miss understanding when when writers get asked that about favorites mm-hmm. uh between what they're most comfortable with and what their what's their favorite there's that's two totally different things um i'm comfortable with doing certain things but they're not necessarily my favorite ones so i wasn't i wasn't sure but i understand exactly why you jump and jump yeah. and jump because the interests change mm-hmm. i mean you I, there was a particular singer and, and this isn't about me, but I want to 
say this. There was a particular singer that I was a huge fan of, and I would go see him in concert whenever he came around. And every time I would watch him, he would be playing a different instrument. Yeah. You know, than the last time. And I would say, oh, I want to learn that. So as a result of watching him, now I played nine different instruments. Oh, wow. You know, uh -huh. But, but, but it's the same thing. I got, oh, I'd like to try that, you know. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I probably should have stuck more with the writing and less with the banjo <laughs> and, the, and whatever. But I understand exactly where you're coming from. Uh, suspense in writing mm -hmm. is what we focus on uh, during these conversations. But is there a suspense in the project itself to you? And by that, I mean, do you have a list somewhere of projects that you're going to write and just check off as you go to them? Or are you in the dark until something new pops up after you finish the one you're working on? I'm always in the dark. <laughs> um, pretty much with my writing. I, I do have other books that I had started because it all starts with whatever scene pops into my head that I had started writing and I put aside. But honestly, I have not gone back to any of those because there's another scene and something else that pops into my head and I'll end up spending all my time on that instead of going back. Uh, I might go back to some of those other things, but generally I'm in the dark. Okay. Um, for you, suspense or edginess is created in a story the easiest or the most effective how? Is it dialogue? Is it histories within the story? Is it setting? Or how does that come about the easiest for you? I love dialogue. I really love dialogue. But I also like to get into the mind of my character and sometimes it's the setting too gosh it's you know all of the above it's really it, it depends on the scene um but I've got to say I really do enjoy dialogue a lot with my characters so you even if I don't explain what's going on in their mind you can kind of get a glimpse of what's going on through the dialogue uh, without giving away the whole story um but that's a tricky one on creating suspense because I, I think suspense needs all of the above. Um, it needs that spooky setting. It needs the dialogue. Um, I, that's a really tricky one for me to answer. Um, especially well, it is. It, it is. It's a, it, it covers a lot of ground and, and, and you know all of those things are going to be in there. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I'm scared to death of writing dialogue. I do it, but I don't like to because I'm always, did I give something away or oh, did I say something okay. I shouldn't have said? So, so I love dealing with past histories where mm -hmm. you just go back and tell what you want to tell mm -hmm. and nobody ever says anything. It's already happened. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and for me, that's a fun thing, but, but everybody's got their own different little things. And, um, I, uh, you know, I, I'm clapping for you for doing dialogue because that's something I struggle with. Oh, see, that's that's my favorite part is the dialogue. <laughs> it's like I, in my mind, I this sounds like I'm a crazy person, but in my mind, I actually hear my character speaking, 
and what they're saying to one another. And I just type up whatever they're saying, whatever pops into their heads as you know, fluid as it's coming from them. And I think also because I make up my stories as I go along, my characters are kind of building too. So they can't really give anything away if I don't know what's going to happen either. <laughs> so. That's a great way of looking at that. And I've never heard anybody say that. <laughs> I've talked to a lot of people that don't outline and I don't outline either, mm -hmm. but I've never heard it put that way. That's, that's almost like a loophole for a writer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a workaround. <laughs> you know, I can always go back in, change things. That's the nice thing about writing. You know, you really, you can go back and change whatever and go, you know what? I'm going to swipe this part of what I wrote because this is not what happened at the end. It's this now. So, right. it, you know, it's, um, it's like creating a piece of artwork. You can go in and change it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's neat. You're giving me something to think about there. <laughs> um, do you like to keep the suspense of a book ratcheted up for yourself during the writing process? And, and you just answered this, but you can, you can elaborate on it. Or do you know what is going to happen within the book before it's ever put down on paper? I never know what's going to happen. And so it makes it more fun for me not knowing. Sometimes I get that little bit of a voice saying, Michelle, where is this story going to go? How are you going to end it? What if you can't? You know, because you always have that little bit of fear. But every book I've written, it ends up coming around for full cycle at the end it all pulls together eventually i figure my brain's always working on it even if i don't realize it's working on it um every day when i sit down to write i reread what i just wrote you know just the scene prior to kind of get me going and then the next scene just pops into my head but i don't know what's going to happen after that scene i just know what just popped into my head at that moment and so I'm in that same suspense, and I hope that that portrays to my reader the same suspense, because I don't know what's going to happen either. I think it does. I've always, I've always thought that, that certain things bleed into the book, whether we meant from to or not. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, the anxiety that a writer feels yeah. translates, uh, whether you meant for it to or not. Um, and part of that is not knowing what's going to happen. Um, I wasn't going to ask this. I hadn't thought about it, but have you ever known the ending of a book before you started it? Oh, I'm trying to think. I want to say when I was writing in the very beginning, there was one book I wrote where I kind of knew the ending, but nothing else. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, but other than that, I think just that one time, um, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> And I, I think it was right. one of my paranormal mysteries that I just had a picture in my mind of how it was going to end. I've I've done that. I'm like you one time and it's, I don't know that I want to know it again. Yeah. It's no. difficult. It's difficult writing a book to get to that one place. It is. It is. It really is. It's, it's um, easier to just go with the flow and let it build upon itself. Absolutely. Um, for anybody that's watched the show, um, here's the question that I ask everyone who comes on this show, uh, because the answers, even though the question's the same, the answers are varied, mm -hmm. and, and that's what I get off on. I love 
the different answers I hear. So what is more troubling or not troubling? Maybe not. Um, what what's more difficult for the reader in your opinion is is it the dread or fear of the unknown or the known and i ask you specifically because i know you've had a unique perspective in dealing with hard unknowns mm -hmm. um so i thought you you'd be a great one for this question for me it's the fear of the unknown not knowing what's happening is scarier than the known. Um, because I, I, I know what you're getting at with my, my health issues and having uh, my battle with cancer. Um, going through the test to try to find out what was wrong with me was really scary because you don't know what's wrong. And I think it's the same as with in my reading um, even with my writing, it's the fear of, I don't know what's happening. I don't know why all the power is out. I don't know. It, it's the fear of not knowing and just being frightened. Um, because once you know what's going on, you have more of a plan of attack. Um, it's a different kind of fear of preparing. Um, so I, I do feel the unknown is scarier and more suspenseful. Is that partly because we make the unknown bigger or worse than maybe it's going to be? It, it can be, um, but I, I know when the fear of knowing is also afraid, like when I found out I had cancer, that I didn't know that was like the worst thing I could have ever heard. And boy, I bawled my eyes out for probably a week and I was sick inside. Um, but you're right, I, I did a bunch of studying on it, and the more pieces I put together, the more I knew about treatments, um, the easier it became. Um, it was still really scary, but it was easier than the complete unknown. You're right, because you do make it bigger. I don't know if you can get much bigger than that. <laughs> no, I don't think you can. <laughs> but I, 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 I knew if, if of all the people that I could ask that question to, you would have a a different slant on. Now I've I've had writers on that were doctors as well and I've asked mm -hmm. them and they have to they have that same kind of perspective because they have to talk to patients and try and get them through the fear of the unknown. Yeah. But but you were on the other side of that desk is the reason I really and I appreciate you being very honest with that. Um What made you want to write mysteries and thrillers and suspense and why? <laughs> well, with mysteries, I love to read mysteries. You know, I love Agatha Christie. And um, again, it's the unknown, you know, with the mystery, you really don't know. You're piecing everything together, looking for those clues. And I thought, well, I want to try that. Um, but, you know, I also enjoy comedy. So I decided to do cozy mysteries. So you have some of the mystery, but you also have the comedy. And again, it's like suspense where um, if I feel frightened, I'm hoping it conveys to my reader. Um, it was the same with my cozy mysteries. I mean, I would laugh at my own jokes like an idiot. I'd be sitting here typing. <laughs> oh my 
character just said that and oh she tripped over another body what you know so um, <laughs> it's I enjoy so many different genres I thought you know I'm gonna try this why not let's see if I could do it <laughs> oh, cool cool how important is uh, tying up all the loose ends in a book to you is it is it necessary that everything's wrapped and i'm not talking about leaving windows or breadcrumbs for oh. a sequel mm-hmm. i'm talking about for that particular book is it necessary to tie it all up or do you leave things intentionally undone so that the reader could come to their own conclusions i like to leave some things undone um i tie up the big picture the big problem that's going on but i do like to leave some things undone and everybody can interpret things a little bit differently um leave it up to their imagination but i don't want to leave them completely hanging either right Um, you know i i don't want them going geez they didn't give me any ending here (laughs) i'm not satisfied but i do i've i've got to say like within my fatal reaction series i I left each book open at the end because I knew I was going to write a series. And honestly, right. while I was writing it, I didn't know where I was going with it. I didn't know how to end it. So I'm like, oh, we're going to have another book. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another loophole. That's cheating. <laughs> it is, it is. But you know what? It, it, it gave me more creativity too because that door was always open. And then I can make some more twists and turns. Uh, the fourth book in my Fatal Reaction series, I did, I ended the the big threat, the big thing going on there. And, but I did leave it somewhat open um, so that the reader can go, okay, well, either this happened or that happened. How do I want to think of this as happening? And it also left an opening for me because I am thinking of doing another series that takes place five to 10 years down the road after the, the first four books. Um, but right. I, yeah, so it, it it goes back and forth on that. Now, when it's um, a mystery, you know, obviously I, I, I want to wrap that up so they know who the murderer was. <laughs> so, well, sure. You know, which is a little bit different than the sci-fi series where I kind of leave it open. Right. Okay, that's great. Uh, before we use up every bit of our time, Tell everybody where they can find you and your latest release, plus all of your earlier books. You know, all of my books are available on Amazon. They're also available on Audible. Um, I have everything as audiobooks as well. And you can go to my website at um, michelleholstein.com, and everything's listed there. Great, great, fantastic. This has been such a treat today. I hope. I mean, I really, I really hope I can persuade you to come back as soon as you can, and we can continue this talk. I would love to. We'll have to do it. I'm writing a brand new series, so um, when darkness falls. (laughs) Great, great. Folks, get the books, all of them. Michelle is as terrific a writer as she is a conversationalist. I'm not just saying that. I am reading one of her books right now. I read one at home when I'm not writing, and then I keep one at my office, and when I have minutes here and there, hers is the one sitting on top of my desk right now that I'm reading. So uh, 
go out go out and get these you you won't be disappointed i guarantee you and thank you so much for being on the show today thank you so much jeff i was so excited All right. to do this okay oh it was it was great and 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 it, it was i'm looking forward to the next time okay me too this has been and the plot thickens tune in next time for another interesting discussion with another fascinating author if you're interested, you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and on the And the Plot Thickens Facebook page. Find my author page at Amazon for all the books that I've written. And until next time, read a book and tell everyone that you've read it. Reviews do matter. Keep gigging and gouging AM. We're all pulling with you and for you, buddy. And y'all have a great week, and thank you for tuning in. <laughs>